My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. Hello, this is Sonia Dutta and welcome to my first full episode on the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I wanted to share with you something a little different to what you get to hear on the show. So this is the first in my series on mental health and well-being, a topic that I'm extremely passionate about and spend a lot of time engrossed in when I'm not on radio. In my experience, our mental health and general well-being determines the quality of absolutely everything we do in life. I'm sure that you already know this, and I'm sure that you also know that not enough people want to associate themselves with this topic, mostly for the fear of being dragged down emotionally. And so, unfortunately, even today, it remains a taboo for so many. And this is just my small effort, a drop in the ocean really, to get the conversation started in a new area. Heaven knows we need to get more awareness out there. I mean, our lives really do depend on it. So thank you for listening and being a part of this ongoing campaign. Last week, when we launched this series on mental health with a short preview, some of you shared some very encouraging feedback, and for that, I am so, so grateful. Thank you. If you find it impossible to give yourself just five minutes every day to help relax your mind and de-stress, then this is for you. In this episode, I want to share with you my understanding of stress and how we can start living in a way where we're not creating or increasing negative stress unnecessarily, but instead we use positive stress more effectively to have a better day. When we get into a habit of creating a better day, this soon becomes a good week and a good year can surely be seen somewhere on the horizon, as long as we keep it up. I will also include a very short but extremely effective way to de-stress and recharge. This exercise has fast become my go-to thing when I start feeling a little overwhelmed. It's helped me loads and I trust it'll add at least some benefit to your day too. Every now and again we need something quick and simple to turn to that can help take the negative edge of something that has just happened. Make it a little easier to stomach and allow us to get on with the rest of our day without hanging on to it for too long. Because you know we can become so attached to stress that many times we don't even know we're stressing. We think it's normal and it soon becomes a part of our daily routine. We want to control our mind, but the mind has a mind of its own and is so, so powerful and often quite rebellious. In fact, one of the most toxic relationships that we can develop is with our own mind. So what is stress? 
And how do we determine what stress looks like or feels like? Well, let's begin with the definition of stress in a dictionary. Bear with me on this. I don't want to lose you, but this is really important. It says something like, Stress is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. Alright, so let's look at this in a cause and effect context. What they're saying is that mental and emotional strain or tension is caused by adverse or demanding circumstances. But how do circumstances become adverse or demanding? Who or what decides that they fall into this category? Do they come with a label suggesting how we should treat them or be treated by them? Hardly. So who gets to decide? Well, we do, of course, and we do it according to our own psychological conditioning, by whatever we've been taught about stress so far and how we're typically expected to react to it. When a fitness fanatic puts himself through the paces at the gym, pumping iron and sculpting every muscle, that's extreme stress he's putting himself through. But it feels good because he's doing it out of choice. Compare that with getting into an unexpected, heated argument with someone. Your body reacts in pretty much the same way as the fitness guy. Increased BP and heart rate, heightened adrenaline and cortisol levels, breathing becomes more rapid and energy levels can go through the roof. Which is why we can become so out of control when we're angry. You see, the part that many people usually dismiss from all of this is actually the most important part. The part that says, we decide if the stress we're feeling is demanding and challenging and negative or positive and motivating. To me, this means only one thing, that we get a choice. As soon as we're faced with a situation, we immediately decide, usually within the first five seconds, how we want to perceive it. And then we allow our brain to run free and give all sorts of chaotic signals to our body. And then the body and mind go into this frenzy of gossip between them, like two old deers meeting after years in a hurry to share every minute detail with all the added drama. And that's it. That's just the beginning of another round of killing ourselves slowly. Sorry to use that term, but isn't it true? Isn't that what we're actually doing here? There's a reason they keep telling us stress is the silent killer, you know. Perception is everything. You can have two different people facing the exact apparently adverse situation. One will be sweating buckets and losing sleep over it, whilst the other will be relaxed and calm, knowing that panicking will not only send your senses into overdrive, but also the actual physical situation. Yes, we actually have the power to influence what happens around us physically. And whichever type of energy we decide to charge up will expand. What we focus on grows, right? If there's one thing that we can all relate to, it's stress. The thing about stress is that it doesn't discriminate. It loves everyone, even young children. Children can carry a hell of a lot of stress too, many times more self-damaging stress than the adults around them. It may surprise you to know of some of the ways that children can be hugely affected by stress, but we'll keep that for another episode, when we'll focus mainly on children. Stress is a big attention seeker. If you show it attention, meaning if you react to it, it'll love you even more. And then, of course, it'll stick around for longer. And the longer it sticks around, the deeper the wound. And the deeper the wound, the closer to depression we go. Depression is a very dark place to be, and the journey back from there, although not impossible, can be really, really tough. I'll cover more on depression in a future episode, but for now, 
The next time your mind is working overtime, meaning that it's thinking of too many things all at the same time, or even the same problem for far too long, remember what it's doing to you internally. Just because you can't visually see the damage doesn't mean it's not happening. Take note. Your mind should either be relaxed and concentrating on one particular thing at any one time or silent and recharging. Listen to your mind, listen to your body and observe your thoughts. The signs are all there when things aren't going well. The constant mind chatter that keeps reminding us of all the things that aren't right in life, the overthinking, the dwelling on that negative experience that happened the other day, the pain in your body the doctors can't find a cure for, the terrible sleep last night as a result of it, the lack of good, caring people in your life, the absence of love, the lack of desire to do anything at all, but the constant push to get through just one more day. It's okay to hit pause, you know. It's okay to take a breath. When was the last time you listened to your breath or really felt the air traveling through your airways? When was the last time you gave yourself just five minutes to recharge? Let's do it now. Let's observe our breath. You can carry on doing whatever you're doing if you want to, but remember this is your time and it's long overdue. And if you love your hectic life and all the stress that comes with it, don't worry, it can still be there in five minutes time if you really want it to be. But if you do this right, you'll see that life will immediately want to work better for you just because you took a break. What a bargain, right? Okay, here we go. Ready? Breathe normally. There's no pressure to take long, deep breaths. Just nice and easy. Remember, this is an exercise to help you relax, not a cardio workout. Breathe in, nice and slow, or short and quick if that's what you feel to do. Feel your breath as it gradually fills up your lungs. Notice your stomach and your chest rise and exhale through your mouth. If you feel like you're going too fast or too slow, don't worry. You'll get the rhythm just right the more you observe your breath. You'll know it's just right when you feel comfortable. After doing this a few times, you may notice a tingly feeling in your mouth and your heart beating a little faster. That's your body saying, thank you, at last you remembered me. Do this for approximately five minutes, at least once a day, preferably every morning when you wake up to get yourself into a really good state of mind before starting your day. And then last thing at night to help get rid of any residual negative energies that you don't want to be taking into your sleep. They'll only disturb your sleep and probably manifest as nightmares. And I don't know about you, but I've never really warmed to nightmares. The more you practice this exercise, the more you'll start to see positive results. And I'm not just talking about better breathing. This goes way deeper than that, which again, we'll save for another episode. And I tell you what, I am so, so excited to share that episode with you because it is truly magical. But by then, you may already have started to witness some really positive changes just by doing this exercise. You'll soon want to make it a part of your daily routine, the same way that I have. By the way, did you you hear any mind chatter whilst observing your breath? Of course not. By focusing on your breath, you put your mind chatter on pause. You were able to detach yourself from it. This was you letting your mind be free and you being free from the shackles of those relentless thoughts. This was you living in the moment, being mindful of life through the very senses that keep you alive. This was you practicing mindfulness. 
Like any other relationship, it's important for you and your mind to take a break from one another. You know, time apart, fonder at heart and all that kind of stuff. You get the gist. I admit, learning to manage stress can actually be stressful in itself. It can be one of the hardest things to do. Our thoughts and emotions have a lot to do with this, and I'll be sure to cover ways to get around this in a future episode. It's important to learn the difference between good and bad stress, and know when the bad stress is starting to manage you rather than you manage it. Remember to always be in charge, and you can do that by understanding stress better. If you haven't done so already, then please do create a habit of giving yourself at least five minutes every morning and again at night, and any time in between when you feel the need. I don't mean to sound like a cosmetics brand, but you really are worth it. People often ask, how can I make that mind chatter stop? And that is a separate segment in itself, coming up for you next time. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, be sure to join me next time. Have a lovely day. And remember, keep observing your breath. The lady with an infectious laugh. You know who it is. Sonia Dutta, Monday to Friday, 9am to 12 noon, to keep you smiling. Anushka Aurora, as always, lovely to have your company for the Sunrise Radio podcast. And this week, I have another special guest on the show. Please note that this interview was recorded before the release of Bellbottom. Hi, Vani. Welcome to Sunrise. How are you? Good. Have you been? I'm good, thank you. So, Vani, last time we spoke was actually when you had just returned um, to India from the UK after uh, filming Bellbottom. Now oh. that the trailer's out... <laughs> Yes. Uh, the song is out. The first song is out, Sakia. Um, I mean, how are you feeling? It's very, very close to release. Uh, how are all the emotions at the moment? It's, uh, I'm very excited and I'm hoping and here's hoping that, um, you know, people can go give it a try, at least the vaccinated ones. Like everybody should like, you know, things have pretty much uh, come under control. And yeah, it's our first theatrical release after such a long time. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of courage and strength that um, Mr. Akshay Kumar and the producers have shown and they've brought this film because they feel like it's just, they wanted to do justice to the film. It's it's meant for a theatrical experience and I'm, it's a good film, you know, I hope people go and watch it. Yeah, well, it's looking really good. The trailer's sounding amazing. The songs are looking really, really good as well. Um, tell me a little bit about the character that you're playing in this. So she's something, uh, unfortunately, I can't very uh, elaborate a lot on it uh, until like the movie comes out. But uh, from whatever the gist of the, the, the part is, she's very, very, uh, you know, even though she's like his wife and, and she's a sweet, lovely person and she's very refreshing. Somebody who I've never played on screen before, you know, very different from a Tara of Shuddesi or a Shaira from a Befikra or Nena of War very different from these girls and uh, but yeah her core is of a girl who's very level-headed and strong she's an individual of her own who's you know even in that era she used to be working she she was a working woman she used to have a job and be the breadwinner of the family and you know all of that so it's very interesting to see and like they've you know uh, summed up how she's the backbone of Akshay Kumar's character like her husband's character uh, so there are various elements to her uh, which I think one can elaborate once the film comes out, but different elements which make her this, I guess, this lovely person in his life. Yeah. 
<laughs> Lovely. And how important is a story like this to bring onto the big screen? Because, of course, this is uh, based on true events. It's a true story. Um, how important is it for you to be part of such a movie? Um, you know, it's Akshay Kumar's film. And he has a huge, uh, massive, um, you know, audience fan following and audiences that who come and like watching his films. I, as an audience, I get, I look forward to his films. So I feel like there's, there's this huge credibility to this mega star, you know, and he's, and, 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 and he's coming in a film, which is, you know, it, it, the, the content of the film is so interesting and gripping, you know, it, it's derived from true events uh, that have happened in times, especially when you didn't have this advanced technology where, you know, everything was so super fast. And now, you know, the world has changed. It's transformed. Yeah, yeah. We have social media now. We have quick access uh, to one each other's lives. And, you know, the technology has advanced so much. Back in Mrs. Indra Gandhi's times, how things were handled and how, how when a plane was hijacked, uh, how people were rescued and all of that. It's a very interesting plot and very thrilling and very intriguing. And, you know, there's those of... Uh, drama to action to thriller to uh, love romance everything is in it you know so it's a it's a great entertainer and uh, and and yeah I'm hoping that people can go and shower some love of course and tell me what is it like working with Akshay I mean how's that entire experience been for you it's been wonderful he's been wonderful to me very warm very very supportive Mm. Uh, he's very, very approachable. So um, it's been very easy for me to, even if there was a certain scene, suppose I wanted to play it in a certain way, I had the freedom to, I had the freedom to explore. Um, and yeah, I, I just feel like I, you know, I could, sh I, I could shape up the character and give my point of views as well and play her like how I had maybe, I think it was very much like I had the freedom to explore her mm. and to mm. play her in a way where it kind of, of course, uh, went with the vision of the director, but also something that I could give her of mine. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what's it like being directed by Ranjit Tiwari? He's also been sweet and wonderful. Like I said, like he gave me that freedom to explore the part and play her in certain ways. Of course, there were certain things that they wanted me to do for sure. Like uh, he, he had a certain idea, of course, and a vision for her. Uh, but I also had the freedom to play her in my ways. Like I would show it to them that this is how I see her. And if they really liked it, they'd be like, okay, let's go with how you want to do this. And, um, and yeah, he's, he's very, and I think I just feel like the film, we shot the movie in such like limited number of days. And this is one of the fastest films that I've shot for in my yeah. whatever filmography. So <laughs> I just feel it was very, very quickly shot. And before I could even make sense of anything, and we were just done with the film and we were done and I was home. <laughs> You know? Well, that's amazing. I mean, yeah. if all movies could be shot like this, huh? <laughs> yeah, super, super quick. We had a lot of time, free time after our shoots because I shot for 16, 17 hours sometimes for films. And then yeah. this movie, we would shoot for like eight hours or six hours or something. And we'd, uh -huh. by the time we're done shooting and we had so like half a day to us every day. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how do, how does he make such, I mean, he makes big, massive films in such limited number of days. How is it, you know, you, you can't wrap that around your brain sometimes, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> Amazing. That sounds really cool. And also, Vani, I mean, this is obviously a very serious story that you guys are bringing to us. Um, yeah. But the music equally plays 
a really, really important part. I mean, the two songs that we have uh, had from it, you know, one obviously Marjama and then Sakia, uh, both quite different. But how do you feel that music um, is, or music is important in this movie? In general, I feel in Hindi cinema, you know, in music and dances and all of that plays a huge part, you know, in entertaining us. Mm. I've grown up watching films which are all about like, you know, you have, you break into a dance and a song and it's, it's interesting. It's a, it's a musical and I like having songs and dances to watch as an audience myself. And I think it also kind of um, hems the story of the film and uh, progresses it and takes it forward to the next chapter. Mm. Uh, so it's very like beautifully done. It's, it's, it's in a choreography, you know, where it's all happy or whatever, whatever you want to project in a, uh, in, in, in the storyline and, uh, it plays a very, very important part, like you said. Um, and luckily, we've got some great music in, 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 you know, great songs in the film. I like them both. Whatever's been out, it's Akhya and Marjava. I, I like them both. So I'm excited. I mean, they have a great reach, these songs. Mm. And hopefully, I think people are liking it. Oh, absolutely. I was, I was thinking first when Marjama came out, I was like, this is like the most beautiful song that I've heard. Then Sakia oh. came out, but I think both of them have got a really different vibe. Um, yeah. I love both of them. It's, it's really hard to choose, but Marjama is beautiful. It's, it's Akshay Kumar's favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> Marjama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that. We had a quick interview with him on Friday, so he did say that Marjama is his favorite. Yeah. Um, now, Vani, let's talk about Hindi cinema. You know, you just uh, earlier mentioned that this is, of course, you know, the first theatrical release uh, amongst this pandemic. It's, you know, you guys are uh, risking it, so to speak, to kind of get everything back on track and, uh, you know, get theatres open, bring people back. Um, how important is it for you that this film is releasing on the big screen versus OTT? I mean, do these things bother you at all? Um, you know, the thing is certain films are made for a theatrical experience. You know, they might not uh, be, they might not do justice on an OTT platform, you know, on a smaller screen. I mean, I, I usually end up watching films on, you know, Netflix and all on my iPad. I don't even use my television, you know, so because I'm okay with it because it's a, yeah. it's, it's a certain film that I just, I'm interested in the story and performances and I watch it and I'm, I'm an avid, I think, movie uh, and a TV show. Like I binge watch everything, you know, on my iPad and that's enough for me. But certain films are made for a bigger experience and to them having to succumb to circumstances and then release it on a platform which might not reach uh, to the audience that they intend to. We also have a certain segment who's, who's watching these movies on OTT platform, right? Like there are people who do not have access to internet who want to watch uh, films in a, in a theater. It's a family outing for a regular average Indian family. Their biggest source of entertainment is going to a theater, you know, getting a tub of popcorn, watching it with the whole family together with, you know, as a, as a social uh, activity, you know, when you socialize with everybody or in a society, this is, this is what they like spending on, you know, for, for their weekend outing. I feel that has a different charm altogether. And movies that are meant for that experience, like a Shamshera also, you know, it's meant for a big theatrical experience because there's so much happening the joy of watching that movie on a bigger screen will not be, you cannot compare that to a, you know, sitting at home on your couch in your pajamas, watching it on a small, like your iPad. So I feel like it's, it's just sad when they have to succumb 
to a certain platform which they weren't initially meant for they were designed for a certain audience and certain uh you know experience and yeah i mean the but i'm hoping now things are going to get better i'm hoping is hoping that things can get back to normal yes um, I, well with this film i really hope it is and um actually when i showed uh the trailer to my dad the first thing he did say was he was like we have to watch this in cinema uh awesome. so um so i'm really really looking forward to that but vani just before i let you go uh, a quick message to everyone in the uk that's watching or listening uh to this a message for them um i'm hoping you're keeping safe and happy and um everything's i'm i'm hoping everything's getting back to normal in their lives and please 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 go watch this movie give it your love give it your you know just go with your friends or family and get vaccinated before if you can i think everybody hopefully now when now is vaccinated in uk yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a large percentage of people have been no yes so yes. so please go and uh, uh be safe and enjoy the film Thank you so much Vani we're really looking forward to watching you in this and of course your upcoming movies too looking forward to everything and good luck thank you thank you so much bye bye anushka listen to our bollywood queen anushka aurora from 12 noon to 4 pm weekdays on sunrise You are listening to the Love Lounge with the Love Doctor. Got a wonderful couple standing by and they are ready for the couples challenge. Are you ready? It's time for the couples game. How well do you know your partner? And I'd like to wish a huge welcome uh, to Namra and Rehan from Harrow. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on and taking on the couples challenge. It's a pleasure to have you guys here. Uh so I want to hear a little bit about you two before we start the couples challenge. Like uh firstly, how long have you two been together? Uh when did you meet? How did you meet? Maybe just give us the quick version. Okay, me. Okay. Yeah, we have been married uh, since 4 years ago and uh, we've been together for around 8 years I guess now. 7 8 years, yeah. Okay cool no worries all right so how did you meet was it a romantic meet where you guys like sort of introduced to each other how did you connect <laughs> No actually it was uh, really funny we were both playing an online game and in the chat room we just met and started it I don't know it just it was an online thing I was back there in Pakistan and he was in London and from there we just started uh, chatting and talking and it turned into something beautiful nice i like it oh on a game chat room how cool is that what a beautiful story well listen i don't know you can find someone anywhere there's no definite place for finding love is it exactly oh there you go you said it right but you've got to at least be out there doing things doing different things that's when you're more likely to meet someone right <laughs> just think if you weren't playing that game you two may never have met Exactly. It's exactly. like being at the right place. At the right place, time. right time. That's right. I love it. Okay, cool. Listen, so, uh just to reiterate the rules of the couples challenge so you know and everyone else out there knows as well. We'll play a couples challenge called How well do you know your partner? So, in a minute, I'm going to ask one of you to leave the room and to a point where you cannot hear your partner. Then the other partner that is still in the room, I'm going to ask them five questions. And then we call the other partner back and we get to see 
they have to try and figure out what are the answers their partner gave to see how well they know their partner. Does that make sense? That's good. So, which of you, uh, Rehan or Namra, who is staying to answer the questions? And um, which of you is going to leave the room and try and guess? I think we discussed it. I think Rehan is going to go. Okay, cool. Rehan, are you feeling brave? Are you feeling like, you know, are you going to get five out of five on this one? Are you like, yeah, easy peasy? Yeah, it's real pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, years, so I should know very well. <laughs> Do you know what? That's extreme confidence. Just in case, right, you get like one out of five. Numra, what are you going to make him do if he does terrible? No, no, I, I was just doing it for fun. I of mean, course. You don't have to know every single detail about someone. Of, to, you know, of course, of course. Them. But if he gets one out of five, right? I mean, come on. That, that should warrant him sleeping on the couch tonight at least. I guess. <laughs> I'm just teasing no, with you. I'm, te- I'm teasing with you, right? No worries. Okay, so whenever you're ready, uh, Rehan, leave the room. And Namra, you tell me when he's not there and he can't hear you, okay? So you tell me when you're ready. Okay, and. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. You're ready. Brilliant. And let's hope he cannot hear you, right? So uh, so I'm going to ask you five questions and uh, just be as honest as you can. And then we'll see how well Rehan knows you. Okay, so question number one. I'd like for you to tell me what is your kind of like your favorite choice of naughty snack? Like what do you like to eat on just when you have one of those days, you're chilling in your pajamas uh, and you just have to have something in your mouth, right? Please don't take that rude. Anyone else out there, you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, like, is it chocolate? Is it crisps? Is it samosas? What is it? What could it be? I think I would go for crisps. Or I really get, like, uh, if I want to go big, it'll be pizza. So oh. I go little, okay? oh, pizza. <laughs> I like. Okay, could I just ask then, just so we make it a bit, little bit harder, what, like, name your top toppings that you would have on your pizza? Well, I definitely have chicken and margarita. Um... That's it. That's a must. Nice. Other than that, they can change, yeah. Oh, nice. By the way, I have to say this. I had a, I, I was really hungry today, so I got a pizza on the way to the studio. Vegan meat feast. It's got vegan chicken on there, vegan pepperoni. Oh, my God, it t- it's my favorite pizza. I've got a few slices left, and I'm going to demolish it after the show. Anyway, so that's that one. Uh, question number two for you. Um, now, tell me a bad habit that you have that Rehan hates. Like, my bad habit yeah your bad habit so is it picking your nose I, or do you cut your toenails and not pick them up or what is it what is it <laughs> no I just have some behaviour I'm very organised anyways uh, he just hates when I'm moody I'm very moody at one moment I'm happy at the second moment I could be crying alright cool so we're going to describe that as mood swings okay so we're going to call that yeah. <laughs> I love that that's brilliant I love it okay cool that's question two question three uh, I would love for you to tell me um, something that's on your bucket list you know something that you really want to do like whether it's a particular location you want to travel to a uh, particular activity like skydiving what, what is on your bucket list something you must do say in the next five years you have to do yeah uh, unfortunately I've never seen the ocean I've never been to the beach I've never seen the sea so that's something I really want to do no, are you As serious? Possible though. Yeah, I just never had the coincidence. I was kind of a nerd, so I never traveled much. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Can I, I'm going to recommend something to you as well, and I'll tell Rahan this as well. If you ever get a chance to go to Bournemouth, I think Bournemouth have some beautiful beaches that are worth checking out. So um, maybe while there's still a bit of sunshine this summer, I think Rehan should take you. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll kind of hint to him, nudge him to take you, okay? 
Okay. What? What? Maybe this isn't a relevant question, but let's go ask it anyway. What's the best holiday that you and Rehan have been on? I think we've only been uh, to Glasgow. I think that was a kind of fun holiday for us. Okay. Cool. No worries. Uh, do you have any more planned as well? Like, are you going to go anywhere? Or are you planning to? Yes, definitely. I'm planning the surprise, the uh, surprise tour for him as uh, 9 September is his birthday. Don't tell him that I'm doing that, but we're definitely going. Nice. Nope, my lips are sealed, so I'm not even going to write that down so I don't say it by accident. Cool. I like that. So that was <laughs> that was question number four. Of course, last but not least, I would love for you to tell me a favorite movie of yours that you have seen like lots and lots of times, like you know maybe five, ten times at least. What is your favorite movie you could watch at any time and again and again? Okay, it's not one, but I am like a crazy Marvel fan. I I can watch Endgame all day, all week, all month. I love. Oh, me too. I'm a Marvel fan too. I love it. I've got the Disney Channel. I could watch the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe up to Phase Four. I could watch it over and over again. I tell you, I love it as well. But nothing can beat the moment. You know, when Captain America was standing alone against an entire army, that makes me cry every time. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. And then when he gets Mjolnir as well, when he gets the hammer, he's like, yeah, in the cinema, everyone was cheering. I, I, I scream my lungs out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, brilliant. You've answered all five questions. So come on, get Rehan back in here, by the way. Come on, call him in. Okay, okay. Let me get him back. Right, while she calls him in, uh, you are listening to The Love Lounge with The Love Doctor. This is the couple's challenge. This is what it's all about. So if you ever want to take part, this is how it works, okay? It's really simple, really easy. Uh, One partner answers five questions and the other partner's got to try and guess what their partner's answers are. It is that simple, okay? So if you ever want to take part in The Couple's Challenge, you know what you've got to do. Okay, is Rehan there? Is he there? Yep, I'm here. Excellent, my friend. Okay, so basically, I've asked um, Namra five questions about herself. She's given me mm-hmm. the answers, and you've got to try and guess what she answered, okay? okay. All right, so my first question to Namra was, uh, what is your... F- I said to her, what's your favorite choice of naughty food or snack? You know when you just have one of those days, you want to spend all day in your pajamas, and you just eat all day? Like, what's her favorite choice of naughty snack? Uh, Cheetos. Cheetos? Yeah. Oh, Cheetos crisps, huh? Yep. Ah, nice. Okay, cool. No worries. I'll I'll give you the answers at the end, by the way. Okay, so... um, Now, she did mention that, by the way. I just want to say she mentioned something similar to that, but she also said something else. Is there anything else that you could think of that she particularly loves? But generally, just crisps, but I know she loves Cheetos. Uh, Anything else hot? No. Okay, cool, fair enough. Uh, question number two. I said, uh, what is a, part, a bad habit that she has uh, that you absolutely hate? Bad habit? Yeah. She gave a slightly unusual answer to this one, so... Uh, um, I don't... I don't know. I mean, she gets... I don't know. I'll pass on the second one. No, go for it. You were about to say something. Say it, because I think you were. I think you're on the right track. Well, um, she gets tired just by sitting in the car. I don't know why. 
Uh, so we, yeah, so uh, whenever we go anywhere, she just gets tired even to just sitting there. And I don't know what, 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 what her problem is. Oh, but bless you. That, you have to. Oh, man. You have to try and keep us entertained somehow, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> bless you. All right, cool. No worries. Uh, I asked her to name uh, something that's on her bucket list. Again, this is quite an unusual one, something I've not heard before. Uh, but I asked her to name something on her bucket list. And she said, she mentioned something. What do you think she said? Bucket list is something she wants to do. Yeah, so kind of like you know, like you know, I I mentioned the examples I always give are like you know, um, some people want to do skydiving, some people want to do this, that, the other. I said, oh, what's on? Do a road trip. Oh, really? What kind of road trip does she want to do? Like, uh, like in, in a different country, or. You know, somewhere where there's a lot of natural beauty. So, okay. road trip. No worries. Yeah. Question number four. I asked her, what's the best holiday that you two have been on together so far? Uh, the best holiday? Yeah. Um, we went to Scotland, so I guess that was good. All right. Awesome. No worries. Question number five. Last but not least, um, I asked her to name a favourite movie of hers that she has seen loads and loads of times. What do you think she said? Um, uh, well, she loves Marvel movies. Okay. I'm guessing Marvel the Endgame. Okay, cool. No worries. Perfect. Yeah. Alrighty, cool. So, you have answered five questions that Numra answered. And uh, just quickly, while I tot up the scores, how well do you think you did? Uh, I probably could have done better. Um, yeah, you know, so it's, tr- it's like- tricky. I think some of these questions are quite open ended, yeah. right? So it can be difficult, can yeah, be tricky exactly. at times. All right, so I've done the totting up, and this is very complex math, as you can possibly imagine. Uh, but yeah. doing my sums and making sure I got it correctly, you scored. Uh-huh. You scored two out of five, my friend. Well done. Two out of five. No, okay, out no of five. not bad. Right. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you which ones you got wrong. So favorite choice of okay. naughty food. I, no, actually, I'm going to give you two and a half because actually she did say when I said favorite choice of naughty food, she did say crisps. She didn't say Cheetos, but she said crisps. But she also said pizza and particularly chicken or margarita pizza. Right, okay. So two and a half is what you got, not not the, not uh, not uh, two. So anyway, question number two. I said a bad habit. She mentioned about herself. She said mood swings. Is that is that true? Do you think she goes like sometimes I'm I'm really happy and suddenly I could just like be crying for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is bad. <laughs> Sounds like most women. I shouldn't say that. No, don't say it. I'm gonna get a whole. I'm gonna get Ofcom ringing me next week. Uh, no, anyway. <laughs> Oh my god yeah, I'm going to be in trouble I tell you honestly That's it my, my radio career is done I'm out of here It's my last ever show Bye everyone Anyway Question number three uh, Say one thing On your bucket list That she really wants to do And you mentioned A road trip But she actually answered This is I mean this is crazy She said she's never been to the beach And she really wants to go to the beach Oh, right, yes, yes, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I, which I'm shocked. I was like, no! But you know what? My suggestion to her was, and I say it to you guys, if you haven't done it, then maybe while we're just at the end of summer and there might be a few nice days left, you guys should go to Bournemouth beaches because there are some amazing beaches in Bournemouth. 
like golden sandy beaches yeah. the water is nice and clear it's lovely if you get a chance it, I think it's worth really worth going my wife and I are going there for our holiday in a couple of weeks time uh, so yeah if you ever get the chance I would really recommend it and then of course que- question four you got right Glasgow and then question five Marvel movies of course you absolutely got right and you said Endgame as well so I think you get a bonus for that one but 2.5 out of <laughs> two and a half out of five I think that's not bad at all my friend and listen I want to say to you both um, congratulations on meeting the way you did and if you want to come back in the near future and do the reverse role reversal where this time um, Rehan you answer the five questions and um, uh, Namra has to guess your five then we can do that as well would you guys want to do that at some point in the near future Definitely. Sure, definitely. sure. Sounds. Sound. That was lovely. Oh. oh, I'm so, so glad. I'm so glad you. Did you have fun? I really did have fun. I, I didn't expect him to get even one. <laughs> <laughs> Not much faith in your husband. We may need to work on that as well. Um, but anyway. I am so happy. He's uh, just a sad person. He doesn't talk that much. Oh, you know, you come on. Most blokes are like that. We don't say what's on our mind. We hide everything. That's who we are, right? Thank you so much, Amir. This was lovely. We uh, love you. Thank you for that. Time. No, You're no, no. Amazing. Thank you so much. That is, of course, the couples challenge. If you've never heard it before, and if you're a couple listening into this and you want to have a go in the future, why not get in touch? Catch our love guru, Amit Soda, between 7pm and 10pm every Sunday for that chill out zone. here thank you for your messages uh, as i mentioned i've got something new going on in the show tonight i'd like to introduce a brand new segment i'm calling your suggestions please yes or ysp for sure so earlier this week i was up in manchester um yeah good old northern manchester grim up north but mind you it is it is kind of grim down south as well i'll, I'll be 100% honest, not biased either way. But yeah, I was up in Manchester. Uh, great to just see uh, my old friends being my old stomping ground. I used to live up there before. Uh, meeting some friends, and I've noticed a lot of my friends up there now have got some adorable pets. So let me give a shout out to my good friend James and his uh, his wonderful cockapoo. Uh, didn't actually get to meet him, but he showed me some pictures. Uh, that's a mixed breed of cockerel. No, clearly not cocker spaniel and poodle. There we are mixed together. Uh, my friend Dev Joy with his adorable dog Momo, absolutely wonderful, very slobbery, but I loved him. Uh, and he's an Akita and a Siberian husky mixed together as well. So there we are, a uh, kind of mixed breed of those dogs. Now I've said several times on this program, if I was to have a pet, a hundred percent wouldn't be a cat, wouldn't be a dog, wouldn't be a mouse, wouldn't be a gerbil, okay, wouldn't be a tortoise. It would be a bird. I love. I love my birds, just love them to pieces, and I would definitely love to get a little parrot. You know, just like a small little one that you could keep on your shoulder, not not like a massive macaw kind of parrot, but like a little Geordie green one that's very squeaky uh, and is very sharp, very intelligent as well. But I'm asking you for your suggestions, please. What should I name my parrot? I have been thinking about this for a while. Uh, when that day eventually comes, when I become an official parrot owner, what should I name my parrots? I want to have your suggestions. Now, listen, look, nice suggestions, all right? Be nice. It's a name for a parrot. I don't mind funny suggestions, all right, but not mean ones, okay? Laying down the rules over here. Get in touch your suggestion, please. Uh, when I do get a parrot, what should I name my parrot? And explain why, all right? 
Right, a little bit early in the first hour of the show tonight, I was asking you for your suggestions, please. As I mentioned, um, hopefully sometime in the future, I want to be getting a pet parrot. And I was asking for your suggestions, please, as to what I should name the parrot. And I was saying, please, nice suggestions, funny suggestions, all right, but nothing too mean. Uh, You've been sending me a whole heap of answers coming in so far this evening. Let me try and get through some of these. Uh, Version Sudhir over in Bangalore was suggesting I should call the parrot uh, none of your business, because whenever somebody asks me what the parrot's name is, I can reply, it's none of your business. Mean, a little bit of a childish joke, but okay, you know, it could, it could be. Uh, Matthias in Ontario, Canada, just no, he said, you can call him Polly. No, Polly's the most generic name for a parrot ever. Oh, come on, come on, surely something a bit different. Uh, Chitin in West Drayton said, Alexandre, because he will win everybody's hearts. I don't know if that's a reference to, like, somebody off a reality TV show, because I don't, I don't, I don't watch any of those things at all. Uh, I've got a few other suggestions coming in. Ludu Googly coming in. Uh, I think, do you know what? I'm going to kind of uh, bring it down to three, I think. I like H's in London, the good feather. I quite like that suggestion. Um, I've got this very sensible suggestion from Dunvi, all right, messaging and saying, Neeraj, make it nice and simple. Just call your parrot Bobbert. And I think Bobbert is actually quite a cute name for a parrot. Uh, Jamin and Harrow, I also like Jellaby as well, just because it sounds cute, but it's not like one of those generically cute parrot names, right? It's like, you always think it's Jellaby, but actually it's referring to a parrot. It is time, my friends, those thoughts to get into a bit of uh, initial reaction for you this evening tonight. Going to tell you about a whole bunch of people that should be involved in a movie. Going to give you the initials of everybody involved and the initials of the director. But can you tell me what film am I talking about? Uh, the film I'm thinking of came out in 2015. Okay, 2015, this film dropped, directed by a certain A.B., all right, A for Alpha, B for Bravo, the initials of the director. A for Alpha, B for Bravo. And my word, this film has got an absolute star-studded cast. Let me just read out uh, the first four names for you, or the initials of the first four names. We have got AK in this movie. A for Alpha, K for Kenya. NP, N for November, P for Papa. JA, probably don't need any more clues for that one j a j for jumper a for alpha and s h in this film s for sugar h for hotel i might be dropping a few more names on the way if people struggle to get it but for now those are your clues 2015 the film came out directed by a b a for alpha b for bravo the direct the initials of the director and the film stars a k a for alpha k for kenya uh, n p n for november p for papa j a j for jumper a for alpha and s h s for sugar h for hotel 2015 this film came out if you know don't hesitate and don't be late that rhymes actually quite nice oh seven nine two five seven hundred two seven two is the number you need to text me or whatsapp me in the studio or else you can tweet to me at this is sunrise hashtag sunrise radio if you know get in touch time to give you the answer for tonight's initial reaction directed by ab the film came out in 2015 starring a k n p j a and s h 
everybody messaging in tonight with their guesses were indeed correct. I was thinking of the film Welcome Back from 2015, the sequel to the 2007 flick Welcome. Anis Basmi, the director, Anil Kapoor, Nana Bhattaka, John Abraham, Shruti Hassan. Uh, we also had Barish Ravel, Dimple Kapadia, Nazruddin Shah in this film as well. Well done to Babs in Scotland, Version Sitter in Bangalore, Jamini in Harrow, Vinay in Liverpool, Rajani in Reading all got the answer correct. So very well done. The answer for initial reaction, welcome back from 2015. It is time to get into a bit of film in four clues. Well, three clues for you this evening, because I thought, well, you know, Friday night kind of let them off a little bit, you know, uh, kind of turned down the pressure a little bit on my listeners this evening. Three clues for you this evening tonight. What film am I talking about? If you know, then go ahead and drop me a line. Let me know. Clue number one. Uh, this movie, which I'm thinking of, is Amitabh Bachchan's first movie project made with Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri Khan's production company, Red Chili's Entertainment. So the first movie project, Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri Khan's production company, Red Chili's Entertainment, did, which starred Amitabh Bachchan. Clue number two. This is about film connections. This film is a remake of a Spanish film that dropped in 2016. Okay? So this Bollywood movie is a remake of a Spanish movie that came out in 2016, following the same plotline, the same kind of devices in that story. And clue number three, carrying on the filmy connections, all right, there are quite a few Easter eggs, as they're called, hidden in this movie. I'm not talking about actual Easter eggs, all right? I'm talking about these, like, these little small connections that you can kind of see, kind of blink and you miss it. But there are a few going on in this film as well, okay? In one of the characters' bedrooms uh, shown in this film, there's a poster of the classic movie, 12 Angry Men, from, uh, I think, back in the 50s, that film was. 12 Angry Men, which gives some hints about how this movie is going to go, what the kind of plotline of this movie uh, might end up going. So there we are. Three clues for you tonight. What film are we talking about? Amitabh Bachchan's first movie project made with Red Chili's Entertainment, Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri Khan's production company. This is a remake of a Spanish film that came out in 2016. And following on with the filmy connections, in one of the characters' bedrooms, there's the poster of the movie 12 Angry Men, which kind of drops a hint about what's going to happen in the movie and where the kind of plot of this movie is going to go. But are you in the know? Do you know what film it is I'm talking about? If you know, or you can tweet to me at This Is Sunrise, all one word. Right, time to give you the answer for tonight's film in three clues this evening. As I said, uh, Amitabh Bachchan's first movie project made under Shah Rukh Khan and Gauri Khan's uh, production company Red Chili's Entertainment. Uh, this film is also a remake of a Spanish movie that dropped in 2016. And also in this movie, there is a hidden connection uh, to the movie 12 Angry Men. One of the characters has got this poster displayed in her bedroom, which drops some hints about the uh, direction that this movie is going to go Everybody out there pretty much gave me the answer I was after. Well done to Jamie and Harrow. Well done, Rajini and Reading. Uh, well done uh, to Rather than Las Vegas. Well done, Version Sudhir. Uh, well done, Kamal over in Greenford. I also had uh, Roshni and Urja over in Gans Hill. Uh, Chetan over in West Drayton. Shabira over in Canada all gave me the correct answer. I was thinking of the movie Budler from tw- 2019. 2019. That should be much more easier to say. 
Butler 2019, Amitabh Bachchan, Topsy Pannu, Tony Luke, who shot to fame in this movie, Amrita Singh, directed by Sujoy Ghosh, as mentioned, on the uh, under the production company of Red Chili's Entertainment. Very well done if you got the answer from Butler 2019. Time to get into the much-awaited three-course meal this evening. Three items on the three-course meal. Three people in the Bollywood world that share the same uh, initials for their first name and their surname. Could be actor, actress, film producer, director, uh, background dancer, item number dancer, choreographer, boy at the back who does the chai wale. Boy at the back who does... Sorry. Boy at the back who is the chai wale. That should be... Uh, basically, some someone in the Bollywood world, three people that should be in the Bollywood world, share the same initials as the items on the three course menu can you tell me which three people i'm talking about this evening tonight on the menu this evening we have got tiger chicken it's a real thing by the way uh, i think the name the, the type of the spice is called tiger it's not an actual uh, tiger chicken hybrid okay just the name of the dish tiger chicken is meant to be spicy that's why it's called tiger chicken tc t for tiger and c for charlie we've got hunter's stew H for hotel, S for sugar, right? And we've got apple galette, yeah, type of pie. Apple galette, uh, A for alpha, G for garden. There we are. TC, tiger chicken, T for tango, C for Charlie. Uh, Hunter's stew, HS, H for hotel, S for sugar. And we've got apple galette, A for apple, uh, G for garden. And I'm after, please, the names of uh, one actress, author, and film producer, uh, the name of one actress, model, and a former doctor. So, wow, she's definitely got quite a lot under her belt. And the name, please, of one Indian singer and actor. It could be in any order. Your clues one more time. It's slightly faster this time. Tiger Chicken, TC, T for Tango, C for Charlie. Hunter's Stew, H for Hotel, S for Sugar. And Apple Galette, A for Alpha, G for Garden. I need the names, please, of one male singer and actor. Uh, the name of one uh, actress, author and film producer. And the name, please, of one model actress who also used to be a former doctor. Could be in any order. The first person to give me all three names correctly this evening gets themselves a song of their choice in the third hour of the show. So if you know, on your marks, get set, go. The answers for tonight's three course meal. Lots of you sending in your guesses. It's time to reveal what those names were, who got them right, and whether indeed you were right. So as I mentioned on the menu tonight, we had tiger chicken. No, it's not a tiger and chicken uh, sewed up together. That would be highly illegal and very, very strange. <laughs> it's a Thai dish. Tiger chicken. T for tiger, of course. C for Charlie. Uh, we've got hunter's stew. Uh, Polish dish. H for hotel. S for sugar. And we had apple. Galette, a kind of pie. A for Alpha, G for Garden. I mentioned I was after the names of that one actress, author, and film producer. One actress, uh, model, and also a former doctor. And one male singer, actor, and I mentioned before, former cricketer. The names I was after. For TC, I was after Tisha Chopra, the star of Taraz Aminpar. Yes. For HS, I was after Hardy Sandhu. 
uh-huh who's uh, been singing a whole bunch of stuff particularly for the film soundtrack of bala and then for ag that apple galette i was after the name of aditi govatrika who has been in a whole bunch of films like da dan dan peheli uh, and is now the host of a new series on z zest so very well done if you got the answers in third place uh, we have jamin and harrow this evening just falling short bimla in forest gate at second place this evening but first place goes to Version Sadir over in Bangalore. Helping you unwind on a Friday with tunes and Bollywood games to get your weekend ready. Don't forget to join Neeraj on Sunrise on Fridays and Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. 